Hey, Drunk Mythology friends, I'm Kate. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the Drunk Drunk Mythology Mythology Gals. Gals. (laughs) Uh, It's, where is she? She went fishing. No. With Thor. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do the thing. You did the thing. I did. She went fishing with Thor. Original Jen OG went fishing with Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You can't see me, but I'm flipping a table. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure everything is just going perfectly smooth. Oh, because nothing ever goes wrong with Thor. Nothing. (laughs) Especially in a boat at the edge of the world. Right? (laughs) With, um, you know, who's over there? Oh, a certain Fenrir's brother. Jormungand. <laughs> oh, jeez. I forgot about that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, man. <laughs> no, OG is doing fine. She's, we're just, uh, she's got some stuff going on and is on yeah. a little brief hiatus, but she will be back. She may come back and, you know, guest. And we'll, we'll figure it out. But OG yeah. has not gone anywhere. There's no falling out. Nope, it's nope, just nope. Stuff. She, yeah. This is just stuff, stuff, stuff. And I mean, if anybody wants to hear about the, the fishing trip, go listen to our episode 59. I was hoping you would find which episode that was. I just needed a second to. That's you know, why I was like trying the, to buy you time there. Wor- work it in organically. You know, That's I'm right. going to try that. Yeah. I got there eventually. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we, life has been particularly lifey <laughs> oh my god has it ever oh it's been yeah um i'll, I'll share my little contribution yeah. to why we have had little to no recordings lately um yeah so i've shared a little bit in the past about my parents situation that it was just right around a year ago that I had to put my parents into an assisted living facility Mm -hmm. because of dementia and they both have dementia. Uh, Fun, fun, fun. Mm. And it's all just escalated in the past three months. It has dramatically escalated and expanded into lots of other challenges and hurdles and, uh, having to change their accommodations. My, they are now in completely different facilities because mm-hmm. my dad's needs have escalated to where he needs basically a nursing home at this point. And what you're not telling the listeners is the whole saga of how I will get the text from you at, <laughs> hey, I'm back in the ER with my dad. I'm in, I'm in uh, the hallway, spot H. Right. <laughs> and and yes. we developed like this whole sitcom premise. We have. We have. It's, yeah, <laughs> because that's what keeps me sane. Because these phone calls, oh, your dad's on his way to the hospital. They always come... At dinner time. Of course. And emergency rooms these days are so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. that you're sitting, if you get beyond the waiting room, you're Mm -hmm. in a spot in a hallway. You're not even, yeah, you're not even in a, a room in 
the ER or yeah. even a little a, a curtained off cubby. No, you're not there yet. No. You're you're in a hallway spot. Mm-hmm. And the hospital that we go to, they have them, they have just like a piece of paper taped to the wall with the letters of the alphabet, yep. A through Z. And you know how crowded it is by how far down the alphabet you are. <laughs> hallway spot H. Damn, we're doing great. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think and we- yeah, I'll sit in the we'll be in that hallway spot. I'll be sitting in just a little folding chair next to the for hours until typically um around it's it pushes 12 hours. Yeah. In a hallway. Mhm. Um if we're lucky He'll get into one of those little curtained cubbies around. But your chair doesn't change. Uh, well, it depends which cubby we get. <laughs> it really the fact does. that you know the difference between ER cubbies is almost yes. as sad as the fact I'm like, yeah, I've been in orbit many times. I'm uh, except I'm the yeah. one on the gurney. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The different, different. Um, Different sections of the ER have older versus new. Um, Some of them have like a sliding glass door instead of a curtain. That's the one I usually get because when you're immune suppressed, Mm -hmm. they're trying to keep you from like breathing in all like the fug of the ER. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Um, Um, Or if you are particularly contagious, they put you in that. Or if you could be a security risk, those glass doors actually lock. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes we get our situation. It's what's available Mm -hmm. and compared to where he is in the priority list. Yeah. Where my dad is. So yes, we've come up with some very entertaining stories, especially when I'm in the hallway. Oh yeah. Because we get all the activity, all the activity that, you know, the comings and goings. Yep. Yep, I get the blow-by-blow yeah. blow description of, oh, well, the EMTs just arrived with Miss So-and-so, right. and apparently they know Miss So-and-so. This is like the second night in a row they brought Miss So-and-so in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they're three feet away from me having yeah. a conversation. It's not like I'm eavesdropping. They're three feet away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's literally like I, I don't need anything else on those nights I just, I just need to just yeah. keep getting texts from her. So yeah. the thing is, like, if this happens once in a while, fine. But this was happening over and over and over again, like with yeah. increasing rapidity for your dad. So yes. something yeah. had to change. Yes. And so that change is that he is now in a different facility with a higher level of care. And that's awesome. what he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the impact on my life is that with my parents being in separate facilities that are half an hour apart from each other. And in the wrong direction from your house. Yeah. (laughs) Mom is 25 minutes. You think of a triangle. Yeah. It's 25 minutes basically going west to get to mom. Mm -hmm. 25 minutes basically going east to get to dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Thankfully, between the two of them, there's just a big old interstate. Only takes 30 minutes to get one Only to the 30. other. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's interstate the entire way between the two of them. Right. Whereas for me to get to either one of them, there's tons of little roads you know, back and traffic lights and it's it's not straightforward mm-hmm. getting getting me to either one of them. But and it's yeah. You are you you get like a whole fucking roll of gold stars for like making sure that your mom and dad can see each other several times a week. Um I try. I, I no, but I mean it's it's so important. <laughs> it, and yeah. and you're such a you're a good daughter and a good person for Aww. you know doing that. Yeah, thank you. And that's and, it. Like I'm not saying yeah. anything nice about you ever again for the rest of <laughs> at least <month>. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so the and I'm actually feeling horrible right now because it's gone two more days beyond my comfort zone since I last went to go visit my dad Mm -hmm. because we've been dealing with a water leak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, it gets wetter. It gets better. It gets better. It gets wetter. (laughs) It gets wetter. Yeah. Oh, Freudian tongue twister there. Holy shit. Um, It's in their house. That That you're renting out. That is now a rental. (laughs) <laughs> with, a, with a family of six. Which the... obviously means <laughs> the floor is going to come up, the cabinets will come out, it'll be complete yeah. chaos. Yeah. The connection from the plumbing that connects to the dishwasher is old, ancient copper. Mm. It's not cutting it anymore. And it's ba- basically, we've discovered it has had a slow drip for a unknown period of time, but quite some time. There was a spot that I cleaned up on their floor back in the fall when we Mm -hmm. first, you know, when we first got all the stuff out of the house and we were cleaning it up and getting ready to rent it. I remember cleaning something up in the kitchen that looked to me like an old coffee spill that just didn't get completely cleaned up. Oh my God. I think I remember you told me about that. Did I? Yeah. I think you did. You're like, what is this? I'm like, it's blood. Clearly blood. <laughs> it was not blood. It was the color of, is the color of the coffee you describe drinking. You know, nice and that, milky. It, it, <laughs> that can become the faded stain over time. I'm just saying. <laughs> and it's in the kitchen, you know, near where her mom kept the coffee pot. So it made sense that. She, she used had, it as a weapon. That she <laughs> not damn it. <laughs> that she was carrying a coffee mug and just, you know, accidentally sloshed a little and a little uh-huh. bit got on the floor and just she never saw it to clean it up. And so But yeah. apparently it was a water leak. Um yeah, because when the renters texted and said, Hey, um, I think there's water under the the flooring planks. Oh my god. Over there and the whole floor looks like that coffee spill looked. Oh like god. What I thought was a coffee spill. But it's, <laughs> and it's not even blood. Like it's not it's even not exciting. Even, right? <laughs> it's just not. like a water leak. Yeah. So the past week has been sucked up with that. And yeah, who responds on a holiday weekend to, you know, help? requests well there are some amazing companies out there yeah um insurance company though we could not one of them 
We could not get a live person until uh, Tuesday morning. After, of course not. After the Memorial Day holiday over here in the United States, it was Tuesday yeah. morning before we get a live And if you're an insurance company, thing. don't even think about trying to sponsor us. <laughs> no, I no, let me give credit where credit's due. When they all came back from vacation, they were on it. Holy crap, they were on it. They were rock stars. Um, like, okay, so if that company wants yeah. to sponsor us, fine. But everyone else can fuck off. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> the, the day job has been insane. Projects happening left and right, like software upgrades that are reaching critical points where they have to happen. They can't be pushed off anymore. <laughs> um, just today, I was texting you. I've been kicked off my computer for half an hour while Sam is trying to fix a piece of software so I can run a report for my boss. Yep. And yeah, it's like, it, yeah. this, is, this is what has been going on. I'm behind on my work. We're recording I feel like this. you're burying the lead, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, Barry, we're we're recording this at seven thirty p.m. in my time zone, four thirty, and Pacific. I I still have at least two hours worth of day job work that I have to do tonight for a deadline tomorrow morning, and that's that has been normal for me for far too long. Yeah, I can't remember the last time it wasn't. On your schedule. Yeah. <laughs> and it, what else <clears throat> took up a bunch of time? What else? There was something else here recently. They, you know, what was that? I, was it grocery I, shopping? No. Was it but, Twitter? Oh, there, was, there was something with food and croissants. What was it? And tea. Oh, I went to Paris and London. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you went to fucking Paris and fucking London. <laughs> For a week. For a fucking week. For a fucking week. But karma being what it is, the last night that we're on our trip, dad goes to the ER. <laughs> yep. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? And that was actually, so that was my birthday weekend. Yes. <laughs> and I did my very first quasi post pandemic or at least post pandemic onset trip. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Eric that's, Yeah, that's pretty it, much And that's big for was. me cuz like yeah. Yeah, high risk. <laughs> you are uh, high risk. Yeah. I am. And you know, I still was very very careful even though I felt pretty comfortable. We went to Monterey. Yeah. And oh my god, it's gorgeous! Um, and yeah, we <laughs> took the puppies, Meadow yeah. and Bandit. Pod yeah. Dog stayed home. Yeah, with my mom, and um, we are now calling Bandit Sir Yaks a lot. <laughs> I remember that text <laughs> because <laughs> the first two hours of the drive he spent screaming. The second two hours he spent puking. Oh and then God. the last hour of the trip, he just surrendered to his fate. Oh! In the meantime, Meadow was death glaring us. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck my life. 
You couldn't leave him at home. <laughs> right. But we took them to, um, they have some b- wonderful open air breweries. So we took them there. We took them for a huge walk on the beach. Oh my God. It was so much fun. <laughs> awesome. So it was just a nice, you know, day and a half away from ev- everything, you know, oh, except that's awesome. Syriacs a lot. Right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's something I hope we'll be able to do again soon. Now, do you think he was upset, just car sick? Or do you think he was like, did he eat something bad? I I think he just, I think he might be a little car sick, but I also think he, he's like a toddler who works himself up into such a tantrum. Gotcha. That he makes himself sick. Got it. I I have raised that toddler. <laughs> you raised two of them. <laughs> well, one in particular behaves like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Bandit was basically just you know, um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, he was so upset he kept getting like nothing would calm him down. Right. And you know, no matter how often we stopped, like we tried to stop every twenty thirty minutes to just like let them get out because they were fucking screaming. Uh, <laughs> we're like, oh, no. Can we please not do this? And uh, yeah, but, but anyway. how was the trip home? The trip uh, home same. smoother? Like we took we took a different route that we thought would be a lot straighter and smoother, and it didn't matter. Sir Yaks a lot made another guest appearance. Wow. Okay. Meadow tried to um, bare knuckle rumble with a couple of seagulls. <laughs> yeah she's she's a fucking badass she'll that is so and for a dog who hates dog breed that hates water meta will charge into the water to try and get those birds wow yeah and ben it's like the little sandpiper who like (laughs) scurries away from the water's edge she's like my toes will melt right get in my mouth you bird (laughs) so yeah, Love so it. you went to Paris, I went to Monterey, and then life came back and bitch slapped with, us yes, again. With a vengeance. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, things have been a little bumpy, but we're getting back into it. We're trying. <laughs> well, And we so appreciate all of our listeners that are just hanging in there with us and just being so understanding. We get messages from some just saying, hey, we know you guys are dealing with a lot, just thinking about you. And yeah. we, we really appreciate all of that. Yep. Yes. And I want a uh, special shout out our a uh, couple of our patrons from Patreon. Claire, oh, yeah. try not to be jealous, Jen. She sent me a gold star sticker. <sighs> see, you think I'm going to be jealous, but see, here's the thing. I live near Claire, and I've known Claire and her family since Claire was a tiny little kid. Her mom is one of my, you know, inner sanctum core circle friends. Claire gave me a whole roll of Gold Star stickers. Yeah, but did she give you a drawing of her dog Milo? I've seen Milo. I've held Milo. I've snuggled with Milo. Well, just... Fuck off. <laughs> I'm looking at her little thank you note. 
that she sent me for and <laughs> my gold star sticker. And I feel special, damn it. And you can't take that away from me. You are special. You are <laughs> Shut up. No, special. I know how you mean that. <laughs> you don't mean it like Claire means it. And I also <laughs> want to shout out um, Noreen and Ivan. And I know Noreen and Ivan have been going through some things. And I just want to thank them for you know, sticking with us and staying in touch with us oh, and yeah. just being some of the best people on this planet. So yes, yes, yes. Anyway, we're yeah. going to get back into we, this. We do have an we, actual. Yes, right? But <laughs> you know, look, I, I figured we've been kind of loosey-goosey for a couple of weeks. So we needed to kind of give people a little update as to why yeah. the fuck we haven't been around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're... uh going to dip our toes back into the pod waters. <laughs> that sounds so weird. Um, with our new favorite type of episode, Hot Drunk News. Yes. this We get people commenting on this. They they love it. I, and it's like, I love doing it. Really? It, yeah. <laughs> okay. It, this it, is it just supports my, um, my uh, – late night <laughs> phone <laughs> news scanning habits. Yeah. <clears throat> so ADHD. <clears throat> nothing I've never done before. Uh, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about how nothing is new when it comes to pissing off your mama, oh. why we are fucking with the Mayan calendar again, and oh, also why I'll never laugh at Jesus toast on eBay again oh, fuck. either. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, yeah okay yeah Alrighty. it's gonna be a good one <laughs> all right <laughs> and i mean we kind of talked about odin <laughs> our well, sacrifices to odin but let's make some new ones just in case our miseries oh well um how do i top what is already thrown at me well, I think that's the thing. Wait, I think wait, wait. Just, Let me oh, take oh. that back. Let me take that yeah, back. I, Odin, just, I didn't said, mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Quick, burn all your crackers. <laughs> Get me some damn rye crackers. <laughs> Put a so smiley awesome. face on them <laughs> so they're not sad. <laughs> I, I have... Yeah, I have something every single day the whole rest of this week that is critical. Whether it's a doctor appointment that I'm so far overdue tomorrow morning, um, meeting repair workers at the rental house and having <sighs> to coordinate with four different people and schedules to make sure it's like, Okay, I can be there at this time. Can you be there at this? No? Okay, how about that time? <laughs> Damn it. When is everyone available? <sighs> and my husband, he's part of that mix because it's, husbands are. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's my pain and suffering this week, Odin. Um, I am offering up some health health stuff I'm dealing with. Oh yes, you told me. <laughs> And I feel like this hopefully it's, makes up for missing like two weeks of podcasting. Oh, oh my God. I'm the, not sure I can take anymore. This, this health thing you're referencing. Odin's totally fucking with you. I <laughs> hope, I honestly hope he is. 
It's whatever the case, it's so Odin. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it has oh. his name. Uh, and honestly, he should be yeah. paying attention to Thor who's out fishing with OG. So right? that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Totally. There you go. Oh so I, I just heard your, your cup ice yep. jingling and hitting the, the ceramic coaster. What mm-hmm. are you drinking? I am drinking ginger ale with a dollop of vodka, but not much. Like Okay. Because I have to do stuff after this. <laughs> but the anxiety of actually sitting down before the mic again for the first time in like two weeks. I'm like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> yeah it's um, just taking the edge off i had a glass of ice water i don't know if you can hear the high pitched i can clink of that that's because it's almost gone <laughs> my cup is you almost have a half empty glass of oh, it's, water <laughs> it's it's more than half it's there's like not even a quarter of the cup of it's ice not even water a half full glass it's a fucking half empty glass <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to take another sip here because, like I said, I have s- at least two hours of intense day job work still mm-hmm. on my plate today so that I can be ready for deadlines tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. First thing when I walk in the door in the morning, yep. this has to be complete before I walk in the door. Whew. Well, then I think it's time for you to yeah. do the disclaimer. Oh, shit. I got to read that. Uh, damn it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Do not drink and drive cars, chariots, eight-legged horses, uh, broken computer software that won't run reports. Don't pukey puppies. Pukey puppies to Monterey, water <laughs> leaks. Um, blood tr- stains. Blood stains. Gurneys in the ER. <laughs> ER hallways. Yeah. Trips to Paris and London. Definitely drink on those. But yeah, whatever. You get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get started. A long time ago when the world was young. So with the magic of modern technology, while our listeners heard a simple little bumper music transition, Kate and I ran and refilled our glasses and took dogs potty. What's in your cup now, Kate? The same, just more. (laughs) (laughs) What's in your cup now? Well, I now have another driver at the house and we've talked about how a lot of times I'm just too skittish. To, oh, I think that's drink. completely sensible. <clears throat> yeah, if I'm the only driver here, mm-hmm. who knows if, you know, if I have to go out for some emergency, jump in yep. know, behind the wheel of a car, or if one of the other drivers, like, gets a flat tire and needs me to come over there, whatever, I'm just Best done sober. Yeah, yeah. And I, my tolerance is pretty low. And we actually do take our disclaimer seriously. Yeah, we do. Don't fucking drink and drive. Right. And so while we wrapped up our overly long intro, (laughs) another driver arrived home. There you go. So day job work be damned. I will do it, but I will be buzzed because I now have, I don't even know what, uh, I pulled another gen and I just grabbed shit. 
there's I'm just saying uh-huh buzzed accounting <laughs> can be great accounting. <laughs> I hope my boss never listens to this one. Um yeah, so I put more ice in the cup. It's the same water glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, this is terrible. So there was still a little bit of water in the bottom of the cup. <laughs> so now you have a half empty there was glass like a- of diluted fucking vodka. No, 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 no. There was like a half inch of water in the pint glass at the bottom of the pint glass. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed Pinnacle Whipped. Nice. Poured just a generous dose of that. Mm-hmm. Then I opened the fridge and saw a bottle of pomegranate juice. Ooh. So I threw that in. And when I pulled the bottle of pomegranate juice out of the fridge, behind it was the bottle of Bailey's made with almond, the dairy-free. And I'm like, what? Eh, sure. Let's throw that in the cup, too. <laughs> pomegranate almond Bailey's pineapple. I mean, pin- no, there's no, no whip and cream. With, yeah, with pinnacle cream whip. flavor. So I have a pomegranate dreamsicle. How, oh, verdict? It tastes pretty fucking good. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll but uh, I'm in a stage of, you know, crisis mode chaos life that I'm not going to be picky. You know, I, I can appreciate that. I have some <laughs> wicked cheap ass bubbly um Basically, it's the leftovers that are like, oh, let's <laughs> let's fizz this shit up. They'll never know the difference. And I, I don't. Um, and half a bottle of Campari that I'm determined we're going to finish this week. So, oh, there you go. We're going to make spritzes. Anyway, so let's get started with our very first story. Okay. <clears throat> and it's of the Iron Age Chonkla. Oh, yeah. I, I'm familiar with that word. The Chonkla. Yeah, because I married a Puerto Rican. And I was just going to say, the slipper-throwing mama crosses all cultures. Like, Really? If you, if okay. you legit look at the definition of chancla on Urban Dictionary. Uh-huh. And other Jen, would you please read the definitions? Oh, okay. In Spanish, uh, it is Spanish for flip-flop, which, yep, that's... All mm-hmm. the classic memes that you see, they will have a flip-flop. Yep. And then... <laughs> oh Example of usage. Example of usage. Si tu mama retira su chancla, estás muerto. <laughs> How was that? I, you have no clue. <laughs> uh, you know, I I was going to say better than your French accent. <laughs> La Jen. Je suis l'autre gen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I want you to know I am up to 96 day streak on Duolingo French. I've learned how many words? 500 vocabulary words. Only 9,500 left. <laughs> I am having so much fun with Duolingo French, but Duo just rolls its eyes at my pronunciation on some of these words. Yes. Yeah. Do so. I think duo at this point has given up and it's going to be like, okay, as, as long as she gets the grammar, right. We'll just go with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, yes, back so to back the to chancla. the chancla. Yes. Uh, 
I also found in the Urban Dictionary that it is important to note that the chancla can be used either as a projectile or handheld for a direct hit. And I appreciate yes. the specificity of that definition. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, to go back even further to my, it crosses all, <laughs> all <laughs> cultures, the word for chancla is chapel in Hindi. Oh, okay. And in French, it kind of falls under chaussure, All which right. is French for shoe. I don't okay. know if you learned that word yet. I have not learned la chaussure. La chaussure. And that actually comes accent. from, you know, the etymology traces down from la chasse, chase, run, hunt. Equipment. Oh, wow. Yeah, just think about it. Okay. It, yeah. And so chapel is... From Hindi, which is my dad's side. And I asked my mm -hmm. mom about the Istrian word and concept. And she said there really wasn't that kind of, you know, there there wasn't that joke because it's too cold to wear sandals and slippers uh, usually in Istria. Okay. And I guess they just used like two-day-old polenta. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm familiar with that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be classified as assault with a deadly weapon. Deadly yeah. cornmeal. I don't know. <laughs> but, Hello, culinary school. Yes. <laughs> so humans have have not evolved much over the past 5,000 years. I'm yeah. just saying. And yeah. you know why I feel confident saying that? Because recently, a hiker in Norway discovered a single sandal preserved in the ice on the side of a mountain. Oh my God, you're making this shit up. No, I'm not. <laughs> and OG's not even here to defend the Norse. Or would I she don't think just... she'd be defending them. She'd yeah, be that's... like, yeah, and? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> right. So all I'm saying is don't piss off your mom on the side of a mountain, especially if y'all are possibly Roman. Say in any me. language. Fuck, Fuck the Romans. The Romans. <laughs> you don't want to so, piss off any mama in any culture, in any language, in any geography. Yep. Be I nice mean, to your 10, mama. 10,000 TikToks can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is hysterical. Okay, so one so, sandal. One singular sandal. So oh, that's hysterical. The discovery of this Iron Age sandal on an icy Norwegian mountain proves... Uh, it provides more evidence that the mountain served as a travel route uh, about 1,700 years ago. Okay. Now, maybe it wasn't a Roman mother hiking over a Norwegian mountain, but it could have been. <laughs> but basically what happened is this. So okay. in 2019, a hiker crossing the horse ice patch on some mountain in Norway, and apparently he was doing this for fun came across something in the ice. And yes, I instantly thought of Svadalfari and Loki's pretty, pretty mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> when I heard horse ice patch <laughs> and there was something frozen in it. Uh, you can find that in our episode, The One with the Horse. <laughs> but clearly, the hiker uh, listened to a lot of true crime podcasts because he didn't fucking touch what looked like a mix between wet newspaper and alien remains, specifically oh the greys. And I'm not kidding episode because- episode is 31, if anyone wants to go and listen to the horse episode 31. There we go. And- uh, 
L'Otragen, if you would scroll down, you will see what I mean. It looks like either wet newspaper or an alien. What the hell? That's a sandal? That's what this person found in the ice. Oh, okay. Actually, archaeology and true crime have a lot in common when it comes to leaving the shit Leaving shit the fuck alone when you stumble across it. Like, don't fucking do the thing. Right? Okay, so do you want me to describe what I see? Yes, if you can. Yeah, if I can. Okay, so obviously (laughs) this is in snow or ice. Mm -hmm. It's There's something that looks like very grayed leather. But I... I, Or an alien ribcage. And what I see, like, up at the top of the picture looks like leather um lacing mm-hmm. wo- that's threaded through pieces or straps of leather mm-hmm. um that's a- and it's mutilated that's the best description i can come up with because this is like how the freak is this a sandal this is a blob yeah this is not a sandal this is a blob of some material that has woven or, or you know, threading. Ties I, I, or something, yeah. Ties. I'm thinking of like a baseball glove, a good old-fashioned yeah, there baseball you go. glove that has- If somebody the, left it in the ice for, you know, 1,700 yeah. years. The, the And it's very thin. Mm-hmm. There does not appear to be, you know, very thick Yeah, there areas. doesn't, it's, it doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be a lot of it. Yeah. So, so I don't know how the hell they- conclude that this is a sandal but i guess you're going to tell us that uh possibly (laughs) i mean now that i think of it the whole theme of this episode of hot drunk news is what the fuck is that how did they know that right because you'll see with the next two stories but anyway okay so if you keep scrolling down you will see Mm -hmm. the reconstructed (gasps) sandal yeah okay so this yeah, it, it's not pretty, and I'll I'll link to the story. Um, I got it from the Guardian, um, okay. which hasn't, you know, the Guardian and shockingly the Daily Mail actually have fabulous archaeology sections. So yeah, yeah. yeah who knew? Um, so I would describe this in its reconstructed, you know, form more like a canoe for the foot. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> they even have what looks like a foam foot yep. in, in this mold to show yep. how it shapes around. And yeah, I would call it a leather canoe for the foot. <laughs> uh, you know, there is no way I will never not think of this as <laughs> canoe, a foot canoe. Foot canoe. Mama, don't, don't hit me with your foot canoe. <laughs> so... The hiker, yes, because he was being a good dude, he sent pictures and exact GPS coordinates to a group called Secrets of the Ice, who specialize in studying archaeology preserved in glaciers and ice patches. Oh, that's yeah. nice of him to do that. And more importantly, the hiker left it the fuck alone and embedded in the ice. <gasps> good job. Right? Yes. So, This is important because removing it from the ice, as you probably know, might result in rapid deterioration of organic material. Yes. And just like 
in forensics, the positioning, Mm -hmm. placement, direction, et cetera, of the sandal could possibly give clues to ice movement, travel direction, where other artifacts might be, et cetera. Um, And there's just so much that can be learned from finding something in situ. Yes. So, I mean- Don't tamper with the evidence. Exactly. Like, I mean, every show will teach you that. Don't touch. No touchy. (laughs) Or they do a crappy job of it because Sam and I have been watching a show that has a lot. Every episode is a crime, a murder. Mm -hmm. And these people, they just, they miss, they touch everything. Sometimes they have Murder, She Wrote is not meant to be. (laughs) (laughs) They are not watching Murder, She Wrote. Oh, I totally want to go back and like binge the first season from like 1982. Oh my God. Amazing. Podcast episodes on Patreon. (laughs) Okay, moving on. So basically, this was so impressive. It even earned a well done from Epson Finstad. Who? who is the archaeologist responsible for the field work? Oh. Like, and for a commoner to get praise from an archaeologist is like the Aww. heavens opening and angels singing hosannas <laughs> because you parallel parked correctly. <laughs> oh. like, you know, good job on this hiker. Yay. Now, just to make things exciting because this is exciting, goddammit. There's more? There's more. It turned out that the archaeologists were cue dramatic music in a rush against time. Oh, of course they were. Because basically, because it's Norway, it was going to fucking snow in September. Oh, my God. So it would bury the find. (laughs) Oh, my God. Which would make it fucking awful to try and find. To try to locate it again. Yeah. So Finstad and his team had one day to go in and collect the sandal, which they did on September 2nd, 2019. Wow. And he, with typical Scandinavian restraint, called it a very long day. Dude, a very long day? Try try going to the emergency room at 6.30 you know, I, I p.m. I don't want to know what he would think a bad day is. Right? Like a very long day versus a bad day. Like, whoa, dude. Okay, chill. Um, so uh, there was good reason to leave shit where it was until the team could excavate because they did find other artifacts such as textiles and frozen horse manure. Okay. You know, all righty. They got to do something. Yeah, yeah. You know, my uh, maybe the sandal stepped in that frozen. Oh, and that person left the sandal behind. Like, (laughs) shit. You know, literally, nothing is is new. Nothing is new. It's so bad. I'll just get a new one. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's one theory. Just and that's my own personal theory. Just saying. I like that one. Um, Now, the radiocarbon dating of everything revealed that the sandal was actually the oldest find of all, going back to 300 CE. Okay. Or thereabouts, you know, give or take 100 years. Fascinating. Radiocarbon dating is, it is uh, less precise the closer to today you get. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? I mean, mean, basically, like... (laughs) You know, give or take a hundred years in human history is like, whoa, okay, we're talking the Romans or nah. 
you know. Okay. Uh, but when you're talking about like global and, you know, climactic shifts and ice ages and dinosaurs and things like that, you know, a couple thousand years either way oh, actually right. doesn't make as big of a difference. Gotcha. Okay. I, I'm, I'm Because those changes just take longer arcs. Right. The and world's because not humans moving. are more important and obviously everything revolves around us and our ability to count time. Right. And the, the fact that we'll get to that moving as fast at that point. Right. Got it. Yeah. Like the dinosaurs, they knew dolce far niente, like sweet to do nothing. Like they, they lived the sweet life. So anyway, we can't know for sure, like I said, if it was a group of Romans trekking across the, this mountain because Roman Norse Vember might be a thing. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. And or if it was native Norwegians. But the point and why the sandal is so fascinating is that the design of the sandal shows okay. just how far afield Roman cultural influence had spread. Ah. So remember when we were doing the voyage of Pythias in the yes. Keeping It Pythias episode for Greek Norse Vember? And yes. I showed you that map of the distribution of pottery fragments. So this, you know, distribution map is, you know, it's how we find out, you know, yeah. how communication, how far communication and culture traveled right and, and if anyone a, wants to go listen to that that would be episode 45 i love you <laughs> so yeah the other finds um, along the way in that area that they found were between 800 and 1066 ce um cool. <clears throat> yeah and on this particular path the team also found like human-made stone cairns basically stacked stones that were kind of like root markers. Oh, okay. Because they didn't have, you know, precious ink and parchment or hide to use for maps. So right. you would simply follow the cairns. Um, but even before it was an established route for trade and traffic, there were people hunting reindeer on those mountains and they found evidence of hunting tools um, at least two to 3,000 years old. Wow. So now if you scroll down, here's a reconstruction of the sandal or foot canoe as it will now forever be. It looks like a ballet foot canoe now. It's like a haracha and a, a ballet slipper had a one night stand. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I wore those so much when I was in junior high school. <laughs> Oh, God. That uh, and the jellies. Oh, see, yeah, well, yeah, jellies. Jellies. Moving on. <laughs> this is like the original jelly. This is the original jelly. So this was probably the outer leather layer, kind of like, think of it as a galosh. And right. there, depending on the season, might have been more fabric, fur, leather inside. Okay. And so, you know, they would just create these layers depending on the season, and that's how your footwear would be. I mean, it's right. no low boutin, and it has shit for arch support, but whatever. <laughs> Apparently, ancient people didn't fucking worry about their arches. Right. <laughs> so, Finstead 
thinks it's possible that this solitary sandal was found because it had become damaged and so was thrown away. But I mean, I think we know the truth. Yeah. That Roman sandalium was <laughs> chucked at the head of some annoying twerp on the trip who asked, are we there yet? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> Touch me. <laughs> Leave that goat alone. <laughs> Leave that horse alone. <laughs> oh, God. Sexy horse name from Swaddle Fart. Sorry. Okay. Oh, my yeah, God. So, or, you know, like I just kind of came up with earlier, it could have been they stepped in ancient horse shit. So they're displaying this ancient horse shit sandal. I don't know. But I think it's fantastic that you yes. can just be hiking and be like, oh, it's either an alien skeleton or a horse shit sandal <laughs> or a chancla. Or a chancla. <laughs> All right. So the next story has a little bit more to do with how we count time as humans. Oh, you are just like, this is, you You picked this one just for me, didn't you? I did. I did. Because so, I, I have a love-hate relationship with time counting. <laughs> oh, well, I that just solidifies my yep. resolve to do the calendar series. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, the Mayan Apocalypse 2.0. Oh, damn, these guys again. That was literally my reaction when I saw Mayan <laughs> history rewritten, stunning discovery, earliest calendar. Right. I'm yeah. like, fuck, don't do this to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. We just yep. got through a couple of apocal- apocalypse <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, December 21st, 2012, the day the Earth should have stopped. I vaguely remember this. Yeah. I mean, maybe Almost. it did, and we're just all living some fucked up afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a decade ago. I mean, things could have, things have been weird enough that uh, I'm just yeah. saying, could be. Yeah. 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 So basically, archaeologists uh, have been excavating a pyramid complex, uh, multiple buildings and pastures and, you know, enclosures mm -hmm. in, uh, it, and this complex is called Las Pinturas in right. northern Guatemala. All right. And they have found the oldest evidence so far of the Mayan calendar system. Cool. And basically, this means that the evidence they found dates to about 300 to 200 BCE. So I have included just for general reference, you know, you're hiking through the jungle looking for ruins and you come across this really weird sharp hill. Okay. And if you look at the picture, um, I had to zoom this in big time. It basically shows what the topography and like earth buildup over a monument would be like how you can tell something might actually be underneath this really weird pointy hill. Fascinating. Okay. And it shows like the different strata that they have to like carefully scrape away until right. you get to the oldest bits. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah. I know. I just triggered a whole Ravenclaw rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. I'm like staring at this. Like, I I wish my camera, I, I wish I knew how to, oh, wait, there's a magnifying glass up at the top. Will that make it even bigger on my screen? You know, oh, you can no, also that's just a, that's search, like, not magnify. <laughs> yeah, no, you can, you can. <laughs> Never mind. And she's a smart one. I'm the smart one. <laughs> um, so interestingly, these murals seem to have done before the buildings were fully finished. Okay. It was kind of like ancient multitasking. Okay. You know, like, okay, so... Uh, unpronounceable name with too many X's, C's, T's (laughs) over there has just finished the dry plastering. And yeah, so you go ahead and start painting. We'll work on the roof. Wow. Okay. So so yeah, they were painting and decorating as bits and pieces of the building were being finished. Wow. And it took like 200 years or so to get the building to the point where they could start the murals. And then the buildings weren't finished until about 200 years after the murals. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and so these murals, they're like painted on the walls of this sort of pyramid, the sorta. inside of this so pyramid. Okay. They apparently the Maya went in for wainscoting. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Basically what they found is a collection of chunks of carbonized preserved wood okay and um i mean all props and points to them that they can actually figure out what that thing is on there because please scroll down and tell me what you think is on that fucking piece of wood what the fuck okay First of all, you telling me it's wood, it looks like a couple pieces of concrete to me. Yeah, it, but with, it's like fossilized, basically. Yeah, but the color of it is concrete color. Mm-hmm. Hi, Eric, talking about parking lots. Yeah. Oh, that um, was such a good Patreon episode. <laughs> My husband um, guest starred on our latest Patreon, which was yeah, amazing. And it was so fun. Um, the, these drawings, it looks cartoonish to start with. Yeah, I'm having a really difficult time. I mean, nobody is going to blame you if you can't figure out what a bunch of faded squiggles of yeah. brown on brown are, are supposed to be. Okay, so there are two pieces. One yeah. is kind of sitting atop the other. Are they suggesting that these two were once one piece but yes. broke? <clears throat> okay, so the the drawings are supposed to blend and be one. Yes. And this is supposed to be um, part of their actual language. Like similar to the Egyptians, they, you, the Maya used at one point in their history, um, sort of pictogram hieroglyph type. Okay. Like a blend of that, that eventually, you know, as most languages that start pictorially yeah. do devolved into shorthand. <laughs> okay. I um, feel like I'm looking at cloud shapes and trying to, you know, say, Oh, look, it's a bunny rabbit in the cloud. Yeah. And that's um, what makes I, expertise of archeologists so amazing. Yeah. Because I, I see on the top one, I see my eyes 
and my brain won't get past seeing an elephant on the top piece of Hey, uh, I I archaeology. I thought it was an internal organ. I mean, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I see a long elephant trunk along the bottom, and maybe an ear over there on the right. Mm -hmm. That's I. I my brain is looking at the top. I can see that. I can see how you could see that. So yeah, yeah. The bottom one, I think, musical instruments. I I think um, ancient pyrotechnic diagram. (laughs) ancient aliens it was aliens it's aliens um but basically uh this fragment that is shown is supposed to depict the date seven deer okay it's their way of saying like may 20th (laughs) and they had a 260 day ritual calendar okay so apparently deer is seven deer is one of those days. And I honestly didn't have enough time to go and find out if they had six deer and five deer. How many deer are we actually talking here? (laughs) You can see the apparently bar and dot at the top of the fragment. Oh yes. Okay. So uh, apparently it, that is supposed to depict the seven I guess. Um, okay. Now, if you scroll early down a version little, of Norse code of some sort, perhaps? Maybe. Um, if you scroll down, you will okay. see the um, pen and ink rendering of what the drawing might actually be. Ah. And I guess that's a deer, but it's got like flames on its forehead. I don't know. And yeah, I, I'm telling you, it was aliens because whatever is below that deer head does yeah. not tell me that doesn't look like a bomb canister. Yeah, I it did and I did, I didn't want to say it. It looks like a like a canister for launching a projectile. Right? And it's yeah. even got like a little monitor thing underneath it. I'm just saying. Yeah. If these yeah. two go together, then I have questions. <laughs> Maya, what were you fucking thinking? <laughs> the, the aliens aliens yeah yes you know i think we're going to have to do like a rage reaction to like some episodes of ancient aliens (laughs) oh my goodness yeah yeah i I mean i you tell me deer on the top part i i can make it out but the bottom part that's just that's straight up aliens and technology exactly 100 (laughs) percent And even if it's something else, I'm not particularly pushed to try and decipher it because Mayan and Aztec art is some of the darkest, trippiest shit that gives me nightmares. Oh, yes. Like, I I look at that and I'm like, wow, look at the color and the detail. And they're like, ritual sacrifice of 17 virgins with their innards pulled out and displayed (laughs) for the god of corn. I mean, I'm only slightly hyperbolic, and I don't mean any shade. Like, it's just so gleefully specific. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? And yeah. of course, this means we're definitely going to dig deeper into it. Oh, I'm sure. Another I'm time. So sure. But, so the importance of this fragment is, you know... Professor Stewart of the University of Texas at Austin, who is leading the team, thinks that these mural fragments indicate that this was sort of a middle evolution period of the Mayan calendar, at least in terms of how they recorded it. 
Okay. So if you think about the evolution of English handwriting, you've got like the old, you know, impossible to read calligraphy. Oh, yes. And then you've got, you know, the period of time where they would substitute F instead of S. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. And then, you know, you have different styles of cursive. And then, you know, eventually we get to where we are now where we're not writing at all if we can help it. And Um, we're raging over the font comic sans. (laughs) Yeah. 13.8 billion years of existence (laughs) all to all comes down to arguing over comic sans. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I love you the know, argument. I I am a fan of comic sans partly because it drives people to flip tables. I I am a fan of it when it comes to human resources <laughs> because there's nothing quite like the pure white incinerating rage when you get some bossy memo about like some draconian policy and it's done in the passive aggressive comic sans yeah 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 passive aggressive fonts anyway (laughs) um but like i said earlier like this whole episode i think is about what the fuck is that (laughs) (laughs) yes what are you seeing in that? So, but basically to get back to the calendar, um, you know, this gives evidence of two things. One, that the calendar had already been in use possibly as early as 1000 BCE. Okay. Which is earlier than, you know, has been previously thought. And also it muddies the waters a bit as to where the point of origin for scripts and calendrical record keeping came from. Ah, Yeah. So previously, it was thought that there was one particular point in Mesoamerica where it it must have all emanated from, like maybe Oaxaca. I'm sorry if I'm not saying that right. Oaxaca. I have no clue how to pronounce that one. Yeah. No, I know. I know it's something like Oaxaca and I speak French. That's (laughs) all I got here. Um, But these earlier findings outside of Oaxaca, Mexico, in and these are in Guatemala, they're yeah. blurring some very disturbing lines. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to have to make the Mayan calendar part of a deep dive series oh. on Patreon because it involves math. And I'm not yep. doing that shit by myself. I'm just I'm, I'm there for it. Okay. You, yeah. I will point out, though, that apparently, <laughs> according to the Maya calendar, the date of creation was August 11th, 3114 BCE. August if you put 11th. it into our Gregorian calendar. August 11th. August 11th. <laughs> and there's no clue about time zone, although I'm just going to assume it's central. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, it could have been August 12th if you're going with Greenwich Mean Time. Right? <laughs> and we don't even have a time. Yeah. Is it AM or PM? Like, how long did it take? It, like, did it 24-hour window. Well, what kind? I presume they were running on something close to a 24-hour 
day because of the sundial and the sun. Okay. Calendar is one series. Clocks are another. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. And basically, <laughs> the whole December 21st, 2012 apocalypse, apocalypse thing, whatever, fuck this, was shock and awe, a cultural misunderstanding. Right. Yeah. Basically, it's the equivalent, and I use the term looser than my beloved old sweatpants, <laughs> uh, of basically the end, end of a century or a cycle. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So... I mean, personally, I given everything that's fucking happened in the world, we could do with a good apocalypse or at least something that makes humanity go sit in the corner and think the fuck about what it's done. Right. Suck on some soggy, sad rye crackers. <laughs> I yes, didn't I say it. I said it. I, I, I love not, you. I'm <laughs> and I'm just going to wait for the text. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so our final story. Yes. Thrift store Caesar. What the fuck? Yeah, I I, love love thrifting. Lucy, our oldest, she loves thrift stores. Yeah. Um, Funny story, a a quick aside. Mm -hmm. So we are starting the process of buying things to outfit her college apartment because- (laughs) That's so exciting. Dorm, uh, dorm, uh, occup- dorm spots. The vodka mm-hmm. and the the Baileys are yeah. kicking in. Um, is not guaranteed yeah. after your freshman year. So everybody pretty much just goes with apartments that are adjacent to the campus because you yeah. can lock those in mm-hmm. in you know October, mm-hmm. and there's no maybes. There, it's all right. it's you're you're done and no stress. But it doesn't come with anything other than, you know, the walls bare, and the floor and bare a toilet. <laughs> yeah. It has the bare basics of furniture. So it has a bed. Oh, it, it has furniture. Yeah. It has a desk. It has a dresser. Uh, but the kitchen, sure, it has a stove and a refrigerator. It has one of those mustard colored fridges from the 70s. They're like the cockroaches that will live through the nuclear apocalypse. Like aliens will land on our planet and be like, oh, hey, nice hieroglyphs from Umaya. And oh, look at that fridge. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But there are, there's no pots and pans, no plates, no cups. Oh, did you get her the Ikea kitchen starter set? Well, we, we did go to Ikea and Started. First, we focused on the stuff for her, mm-hmm. her bathroom, her bedroom. The kitchen's going to be shared area with right. two other girls. And so by the time we finished with her stuff, she was kind of reaching a burnout. And she's like, I'm done. We'll have to make another trip sometime. Or, or- the girls do some shopping. And we come home and my husband sees the two of us unloading the car multiple trips from the car to the house well yeah their first apartment multiple trips he's like i had hoped you love thrifting i had hoped you would go thrifting (laughs) and she here's what she says she says when i go shopping yes it's thrifting but when mom and i go shopping 
we don't go near the thrift stores. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I still have a couple of the original pots that my mom and dad, you know, there were a couple of things that mom and dad uh, gave me on my college graduation for my first apartment. And they worked so hard, bless their hearts. And they put so much care into the choice of what they got that I still have probably a quarter to a third of the kitchen stuff that they got. Wow. That's awesome. So yeah, I love thrifting. I love thread up, thread up. If you want to sponsor us, give me a call. Um, Full disclosure. I love hand-me-downs and secondhand and thrift stores as well. I, I love going to um, one particular thrift store that we have locally for furniture because I find the, I, I can, I have to be patient and keep tr- keep going back and visiting, but eventually I find exactly what I've been looking for. Yep, and and it's not brand new off the assembly line crap. Yep, I I love thrift stores. I find some great clothing at thrift stores. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, Lucy I, needs yeah. to do the thing and suck it up and suffer like the rest of us did when we had to cook in college with some sort of weird mishmash of, well, it conducts heat. We can use it. Yes. (laughs) Because that is what all of the memories will be made of. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking of that time that OG talked about the guy who was trying to cook dinner for her. Oh, oh, this is familiar. My Uh, cooking fish. (laughs) I I barely remember this. I don't even remember the episode, but yeah, it was no clue. So anyway, back to if you want to hear that one, you gotta go listen to all the episodes until you find it. There you go. (gasps) Here we go. Leave us a message. Find the episode where OG talks about a date trying to cook something in the dorm. Was it in the dorm? It was either his dorm or her dorm, but they, like okay. it was the dorm common room. Got it. Got it. Find that episode and message us what that episode is. First person to message us outside of Claire and Noreen. <laughs> Sorry, I got it <laughs> right. <laughs> and I will communicate with you and send you a gold star sticker. Bam. And we might unlock a Patreon episode exclusively for you. Just saying. Yeah. That too. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah. Who knows? If you made it this far in the episode, you should go back and just binge (laughs) all the way through. So anyway, um, yeah. So in 2018, a young woman named Laura Young was shopping at her local Goodwill in Austin, Texas. Okay. And she saw this like, you know, neck up bust sculpture of a dude that kind of looked classical. And at $34.99, it seemed a bargain for real marble. Okay. You know, and look, if you're trying to like spruce up your garden or create sort of a little like funny classical niche with some ferns and statues in your apartment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It it looks funky. Just do it. And so she put it in the front seat of her car with his Goodwill price tag 
still on his cheek <laughs> and buckled him in for the ride. Safety first. Absolutely. And I'm going to scroll down and you can behold the dude. Uh, scrolling, scrolling. Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah. Some like kind of wavy hair. You know, uh, broken nose, <laughs> <laughs> probably reattached with super yes. glue. Yep, 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 yeah. Not uh, a bad yeah. looking man. <laughs> I love it. The price tag on the cheek is right. Legit. It's so fucking legit. <laughs> a yellow price tag that says Goodwill. And honestly, knowing Goodwill, it was probably the sale day for the yellow price tags. Right. <laughs> But I mean, not a bad looking man, you know, considering like some of them, you're like, dude, why marble? Like, do something that will fade over time. It will go better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But over time, she kept looking at the bust and it just struck her that it was really old and worn and maybe not quite so like sort of kitschy as she thought it was. Might okay. have been. So she reached out to some experts in art history at the University of Texas at Austin, and they also suggested going to some of the more reputable auction houses and, okay. you know, to look for answers. Finally, Jorg Dieterling, who is a consultant for Sotheby's, made the ID. I feel like an episode of Antique Roadshow. Uh, y- I'll I'll tell you. <laughs> this, and this is not the you destroyed it with lemon pledge. <laughs> That's no, not no, the story we're about to you, hear. Do you remember the Will and Grace episode of the teapot? Barely. So yes. yeah, Grace and I forget the friend's name, but they're they found this teapot and they're going on Antiques Roadshow and they're practicing their faces. Oh, that's gotta be Jack. Yeah. So okay. Grace and Jack are going to uh, Antiques Roadshow, and they're practicing the, well, this is a replica worth about $4. And they're practicing the, oh, face. And then they're practicing <laughs> the, it's worth $10,000 <gasps> face. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I have a friend from grad school who worked on Antique Roadshow as a producer. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, interesting stuff. So, anyway. So, tell us, is this ruined with Lemon Pledge or not? (laughs) It is not. It is the real deal, 2,000 years old. Holy shit! You're kidding. Nope. It is the, it is a sculpture, and there's a little bit of debate, but they've kind of narrowed it down to it's one of two guys. It could be uh, the son of Pompey the Great, and if you think back to um, our Julius Caesar episode the man the myth the salad um, okay that would uh, he, be episode 61 there you go uh he was battling pompey for basically pseudo rule of rome okay right yeah so this might have been a son of pompey but the art newspaper says other people believe it might be a roman commander named drusus germanicus okay that Either one, I'm not sure why we care, but it's a cool story. So anyway, speaking of Germanicus, this bust apparently had belonged to King Ludwig of Bavaria. And he kept it 
in a full-scale model of a house from Pompeii. Okay. So basically, he went to he must have gone to Pompeii or seen pictures. I don't know the actual story of it, but he's like, "Das ist cool." <laughs> he came back to Bavaria, and he's like, "I'm going to take Pompeii with me." Okay. And he built a replica of one of the houses of Pompeii. Okay. And he Very called cute. it the Pompeianum. <laughs> oh my God! He gave it a name, the Pompeianum. Pompeianum. <laughs> And unfortunately, the poor Pompeyanum, who was just living its best Pompeyanum life. Right? On Pompeyanum Airbnb. (laughs) Right? Like, that must have been the best Airbnb ever. Right? Um, Airbnb, if you want to sponsor us, we will provide plans for a Pompeyanum. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And it was severely damaged by Allied bombers in World War II. Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah, I do. And no one really knows how the bust went from Austria to Austin. Oh, my God. I mean, it went from Bavaria to Austin, but whatever. I mean, it's a good guess that it was probably a Texas airman. Oh, right. Somebody in the military. Or somebody who married into a Texas family from a, you know, from a military family. Like, yeah, you get a sense it was probably something that came down and they're like, well, fuck, what do I do with this? Until somebody was like, fucking goodwill. Right. (laughs) So um, uh, Dieterling basically put uh, Laura Young in contact with the correct authorities in Germany and it's like the preservation ministry and they made a deal. And okay. because it's such a crazy and special story, they're like, Hey, you guys keep it for a year and put it on display and we'll tell the story of it. And it's on display in the San Antonio museum of art until May 21st, 2023. That is so cool. And then it will finally head home to Germany. Wait, 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 wait. What? Linda, no, not Linda, Laura. Laura, Laura paid legit $34.99 before tax to own this. She bought it clear, fair and square. She bought this. It's hers. What is she getting out of this? Um, Did they buy it from her? I hope they at least gave her $34.99, even though she should be given more. I what? I would hope. Uh, so here's here's the thing. This is where we start to get into some ticklish issues about My repatriation. My accountant is going apeshit. My accountant is flipping well, all the tables. So I am Jesus Christ in the hall where the tax collectors were. Okay. Mm, there's so- a reference. Yes, I do. They flip tables and yeah. And everybody was like, do you know how hard it is to pick up all those fucking drachma and obols? <laughs> but basically, I mean, so this is actually kind of getting us to a ticklish spot because um, repatriation of antiquities okay. is a very touchy subject. Like, oh, I don't know. You've been to the British Museum, right? I went to the National Museum in London. Okay, but there's also the British Museum. And the British Museum has the originals of I 
the name is escaping me, but the very famous statues that are supposed to belong to the Acropolis. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and they also have a lot of shit from Egypt. What? And all kinds of other places of olive to brown to black-skinned people where they colonized and they're like, oh, this is cool. Let's take it home. Souvenir time. Um, okay. The French were no better. Okay. Yeah. And and basically, I mean, even, you know, it's it's the same with Greece. Greece is like, uh, guys, hello, over here belongs to us. I will say I saw an awful lot of Greek and Roman statues mm-hmm. in Paris museums. Yes. In the Louvre. Well, yes. we went to we went to the Louvre and we went to Musée Musée, Musée d'Orsay, d'Orsay, which is Musée my d'Orsay. favorite. I love the D'Orsay. Yeah. So between those two, mm-hmm. we saw a ton of statues that were Greek and Roman. Well, you know, Napoleon went to Egypt. Okay. We'll have to, th- we're going to have to do a whole gonna, deep dive episode on all the photos Napoleon I took. Napoleon in Egypt. <laughs> all the photos that I took just for you. Oh, yes. We're going to do that. That'll be awesome. We'll do an episode. Okay. Yes. So anyway, um, you know, there's a there is a balance between repatriation and allowing something to stay where it is so it gets the most exposure and can provide the most awareness education. Okay. You know what I mean? So I it's, get that. You know, it there are certain things that countries really, really, really fucking want back. Sure. And there are other things they're like, okay, you know what? Your team found it or it's been so long, you know, whatever. And I'm not in any condition and nor do I really have any interest in weighing in on one side or another of this because (laughs) except when it comes to Hobby Lobby. Oh, because fuck you, Hobby Lobby. All right. So just to finish the little um, Laura Young and her little busty buddy. Yeah. um, She misses him. Of course. And she said, he looked great in the house while I had him. I bet. And I, I would say a fair exchange would be when the statue repatriates to Germany mm-hmm. that she gets a ticket and a week in a hotel there to be part of the opening exhibit for it. That's even better than what was coming to my mind. Yes. Right? Wouldn't that be a nice way of just acknowledging yes. the good way of yep. working together? Like, yeah. this story has World War II drama. It has missing artifacts. It has illegal yes. trade and artifacts. It has diplomacy, you know. And goodwill stickers on the cheek. <laughs> goodwill stickers for the fucking win. Um, yes. So, yeah, but fuck you, Hobby Lobby. And I just what found is- the story. I didn't have time to actually, like, you know, massage it into the nice flow that I usually do. But basically, okay. um, Hobby Lobby bought close to four or 5,000, quote unquote, tiles from okay. an exporter in the United Arab Emirates who happened to fail to mentioned that these uh, clay tiles, quote unquote, 
were from were really cuneiform tablets and seals from a looted ancient city in Iraq. <gasps> okay, so based on that alone, what you've told me so far, I say shame on the guy who sold them. Hobby Lobby didn't know what they were buying, right? Hobby Lobby... Uh, these things are... It, I'm so <laughs> angry about did this. Hobby, did, what did Hobby Lobby know? I, I will only sure. hold them culpable okay. <clears throat> for how, how much they knew. How about this? Last November, Hobby Lobby President Steve Green uh, <laughs> opened a museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., which contains about $200 million worth of ancient artifacts tied to Hobby Lobby. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's a whole nother episode we're yeah. going to have to Now, the museum, yeah. to be fair, said in a statement that none of the artifacts identified in the settlement are part of the museum's collection, nor have they ever been. They don't have to be. It's a pattern wow. of behavior. God wow. damn it. Okay. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. But basically, you know, uh, we are going to someday dumpster dive uh, the whole shady, shitty world of illegal antiquities trafficking. Oh, okay. Because crime. Crime books, novels written on this. Yeah. Some of the, I, some of the TV show episodes that Sam and I watch where they're not using gloves to handle all the crime scene oh. evidence. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Actually, I read like a book a couple of years ago, um, by one of the handful of FBI investigators who was, you know, tasked with handling tracking down art theft and wow. international art theft. And, you know, it turns out a lot of his work involved kind of like sleazy schmoozy undercover stuff. Wow. It was so fascinating. And I've, I've just always you know, because I lived in Boston for so many years. I was in Boston when the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum was robbed. Okay. I um, it, it was one of the biggest art heists in recent history. I mean, they they oh, wow. took a bunch of Rembrandts and oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about this oh, offline. But yeah, the, okay, it, it is amazing. So anyway, yeah, we're gonna. I have a whole list of articles that I just pasted <laughs> into our script because I kept finding stuff. I'm like, God damn yep. it, I'm so angry. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah. Uh, fuck you, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Give that shit back. <laughs> um, so okay. yeah, that's it. All right. That's the news that really doesn't need to fit anywhere, but does anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hot drunk news and we're living up to it and we're coming back to our original purpose of being oh, the drunk mythology gals yes yes because i drank tonight because i have another driver indeedy home so and i feel so, happy yeah this is good yeah yeah um, um what are we gonna aim to did, talk did about we mention fenrir though yeah, right at the very, 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 very beginning. Okay. When we said that OG went fishing with Thor. Oh, Fenrir's brother, your, your yeah, yogurt Fenrir's man. Brother. Uh, <laughs> well, so next week is going to be super special because um, 
next the, week if we get it pulled off next week. <laughs> Time oh, ha- is very liquid with us right now. <laughs> it's happening. It's it's going to happen. You know why? Because we're running on the Mayan calendar 5.3. <laughs> we're so many days late. We're on like 12 deer. <laughs> So adjust your calendars for 12 deer because next week we're doing fucking Dionysus. Are you going to refresh my memory? Who the fuck that is? The God of booze and drama. Oh. And you know why I chose Dionysus for next week? Because it's a big one for next week. Okay. Dionysus is the name of a song that the Korean... Um, band oh, BTS. Oh my God! Did you and I love me. these cross-cultural juxtapositions. You are killing me. Okay, listeners, and they're releasing an album on June 10th. So, in honor of guys, that, guys, listen, listen. Kate has gone off the edge. She, I remember one of the first times that I saw <laughs> you in person. We hung out at the beach. We had it for a day. Mm-hmm. You, we came and spent the day with you at the beach before we carried on to an, another beach day excursion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you and I walked to the grocery store that was oh, yeah. a block away. And as we're walking, we're talking about the music that's playing over these outdoor speakers. And I'm just like bebopping along and I'm loving it because it's pop and mm-hmm. I'm, I am team pop. And you were just like, I, w- I was in a very, <laughs> I, I must, that must've been my reggae face. <laughs> you were so, you're, you were like, I'm old, like classic rock grunge, not, not even grunge. No, you were more just classic rock. No, well, gutless, uh, yeah. gutless pop. And yeah. I'm like, but it's sunshine and rainbows and happiness and bubble gum. And you were like, you just growled at me. You know, I, I, my, at my age, I, I fell through the cracks of the boy bands. Uh, yes. I wasn't yeah. in the new kids on the block. Like I was. Which uh, baffles me because the age gap between you and I is not significant enough no. for you to have missed this. It was Indiana. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Like, right. Uh, like, yeah. um, Melon Camp. Okay. Like I, that, I, that yep. was what I okay. had to, like, Jack and Diane. I that, fucking hate I was that listening song. to that too. But you know what? I was listening to that probably years before New Kids on the Block. So maybe you were on a time delay? Indiana, anything is possible. Like there yeah. were times when I think North Carolina, because it was actually right. on the eastern seaboard, yeah. was ahead of us. So yeah. yeah. Um, but, so for our listeners, yeah, Kate has fallen head over heels, music fangirl, probably if... Going to a concert would be screaming and yelling for BTS. But it's in a foreign language. It, it, 
It's not all in a foreign language, young lady. They're in English. Half the you're sending me links to videos of them doing like YouTube talks and just like cutting up and being silly. You are so on the pop bandwagon. I'm army. Suck it up. You are. You're BTS army. I'm BTS army. I'm admitting it. Ah. (laughs) Hell just froze over and I'm going to pour some vodka on top of it. But you know what? I think it's a good thing when people, even if we're a little sheepish about it, can step up and admit, you know what? I was wrong. I changed my mind. Yeah. I agree now. Yeah. There's no shame in changing your mind. It just means you have a better grasp of the facts now. There's no shame in having a variety of tastes. Yeah. I mean, I still love my metal and yeah, like I'm still, you know, guns and roses (laughs) and, uh, you know, um, yeah. Oh. Whereas Guns N' Roses just never appealed to me. It it wasn't pop. Yeah. And, yeah, you I know, just, like, honestly, yeah. we we had some pop on the radio, but the stuff that I remember, like, on our, you know, hit music stations wasn't so much pop as it was either R&B or, like, rock rock like Mellencamp rock and like occasionally we get a pop song in there but like I don't yeah yeah so you know and by the time the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC hit I was already working full-time and I was like uh I don't have time for this yeah I was beyond at that point as well I missed the bell curve would have been like struggling to reach me like me on a third kitchen shelf yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I so. I didn't. I was too old to be part of the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, and what was the name of the other one? And in sync, in sync. Yeah, I was too old to be fans of that one. Yeah, yep. I'm with you on that. So I mean, however, yes, because <laughs> I am a shameless promoter, I still think that Dionysus is the right fit. Okay, <laughs> because I. You know, I watched their video and actually had to read the lyrics in English to try and understand everything. (laughs) But I was like, yeah, they kind of got the spirit of it because, well, there's a lot to Dionysus. So it's going to be a humdinger. It might even be Uh, a multi-part origin story. Shit. (laughs) Okay. All right. But it'll be worth it. So. And who knows if OG will be with us or not. You know, I, I know that the 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 stuff that's been on her plate is is it's growing. It's, it's settling down a little bit. <laughs> it, it, yes, it's growing, but things are it, it, the the she's getting in the groove uh, of it. Yes, what was throwing the major wrench in the works is mucking kinda, everything. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. It's not a, she's, she's acclimating. Well, I don't want to say she's acclimating. It's just things are evolving. (laughs) And God, we sound like, yeah. Okay. We're just going to stop here. So yeah, things are improving there. I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, she can catch back up on some things that fell to the wayside and be able to record with us again really soon. Yes. 
And yeah. we are we are waiting. We are holding her place for her. We oh, will absolutely. always hold her place for her. And yeah. we're not forgetting sound effects Kim because yeah, we have uh something in the works for her as well. Yeah. Um so in the meantime, now that uh <laughs> You know, I mean, we're still in crisis mode, but we're, oh we're my kind God, of, we're we still are. kind we're trying to refocus. And so you can subscribe yourselves to our social media scrolls. Oh my God, it's the finally the end of this episode on Instagram <laughs> at Drunk Mythology Gals. On Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. On Facebook at Drunk Mythology Gals. On the web at drunkmythologygals.com. On Patreon at patreon.com slash Drunk Mythology Gals, where you can get bonus episodes almost every week. Almost. And I say almost because we've missed like three weeks yes. total since we've had a Patreon. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. And or yeah. send us an email that we, oh my God, <laughs> how, holy shit, Kate, it's probably been months since I even opened the email this address place has been email checking free <laughs> gals at, you know what right now i'm going to open it up i'm going to open it up gals at drunkmythologygals.com and let's see what we have checking it's updating 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 oh god <laughs> we Still updating. <laughs> well, in the meantime, special yep. thanks okay. to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound and also to Frida the Podcat. Um, thanks again for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they're like, so, hey, what's been going on lately? And you're like, do you have a decade or maybe a seven deer to 12 deer time to listen to what I've been going through? <laughs> Finally, always remember, if the gods can behave badly, then so can you. <laughs>